welcome to Authentically You podcast, the podcast that dives deep into a transformative journey of self-discovery, self-acceptance, and self-expression. I'm your host, Kirsty Hankin, and I'm here to guide you on a path towards embracing your true, unapologetic, authentic self. In this podcast, we'll embark on a quest to uncover the secrets to breaking free from societal expectations, shredding the masks we wear, and stepping into our own power. Each episode, we'll explore the questions and challenges that our listeners face on their personal journeys, providing practical insights and heartfelt advice. But it doesn't stop there. Authentically You podcast goes beyond just answering your questions. We're here to introduce you to a diverse lineup of incredibly knowledgeable professionals who will share their expertise, wisdom, and experiences. We'll bring you thought-provoking interviews that will inspire and empower you. This is Authentically You podcast, unleashing life on your own terms. I'm Kirsty Hankin, and together, let's unlock the power within and live life authentically. Remember, you are not alone on this journey. We're in this together. Welcome to Authentically You podcast, the podcast that dives deep into a transformative journey of self-discovery, self-acceptance, and self-expression. I'm your host, Kirsty Hankin, and I'm here to guide you on a path towards embracing your true, unapologetic, authentic self. In this podcast, we'll embark on a quest to uncover the secrets to breaking free from societal expectations, shredding the masks we wear, and stepping into our own power. Each episode will explore the questions and challenges that our listeners face on their personal journeys, providing practical insights and heartfelt advice. But it doesn't stop there. Authentically You podcast goes beyond just answering your questions. We're here to introduce you to a diverse lineup of incredibly knowledgeable professionals who will share their expertise, wisdom, and experiences. We'll bring you thought-provoking interviews that will inspire and empower you. This is Authentically You Podcast, unleashing life on your own terms. I'm Kirsty Hankin, and together, let's unlock the power within and live life authentically. Remember, you are not alone on this journey. We're in this together. Hello and welcome to Authentically You podcast. We're so excited for today. We have the beautiful Nikki in the house and I'm going to give you a little bit of information about her and then we're going to get into it. So being a practicing witch, Nikki has not always embraced by the public. However, she's taken the gifts she has and embraced them as her superpowers. Her intuition and witchy ways and now her work and the magical candles she makes send magic into each home. 
Nikki literally hated herself for so long, denied her gifts and hid from the world. She self-medicated and sought physical contact as ways to try and find love and acceptance. Now she owns that journey and path and knows that if she had not walked it, she would not be the badass she is today. So welcome to the podcast, Nikki. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, we're so proud and so happy and so grateful for you to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us what makes you authentic. Tell us your story. Tell us, tell us, tell us. <laughs> um, so for 13 years, I worked in a profession where um, it was very much like how you looked in your appearance. Mm -hmm. And uh, growing up, I always had gifts. Like my mom will tell stories of like, I heard her talking in the other room and I just, I get creeped out, but I thought it was just imaginary friends. And like, she, she didn't quite like understand the space and now she, she gets it. Um, but uh, for a very long time in that space, like growing up first, like it was difficult to connect with people because I was seeing people that were like, I was seeing dead people. It was like six cents. So I was like living in that space a lot. And I had a lot of like uh, understanding of different things for a young person. And so um, I, people thought I was weird all the time. And so I had to like kind of quiet that space down. And then uh, when it comes to like the space of like being in a profession, like uh, all body composition, making sure you looked a certain way, there was like entertainment. And like a lot of women cutting other women down, it was just like a really hard time. So like now I've like stifled all my gifts and now I'm in a very um, a space where everybody looks at you and judges right away, whether you're a nice person or not and like no sisterhood whatsoever. Um, it was a really, really difficult time. And so I had a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, a lot of working with depression and all these spaces, not wanting to see myself in the mirror because I didn't look the way I was supposed to. And so I went through and uh, self-medicated, reached out for empty promises, all of those spaces, mm -hmm. and then um, eventually started to come out of it and started to really like decide I was going to look in the mirror. And I was going to hold my head up when I walked instead of looking down and really just step into myself. And when I did, I moved to Florida from Boston. I originally am from Boston. And I met this amazing man that just loved me for who I was. And um, we've been together now for 11 years. We have three babies. And uh, now I've taken all my gifts and um there I've come out of the broom closet everybody knows I'm a practicing <laughs> witch and let them all know people come to me now and ask questions and receive guidance and it's something that I've really embodied and um now I look in the mirror I look people in the eye I can look up when I walk I teach my babies how to be powerful in their bodies and love themselves yeah. it's just love a it. really powerful space that is so beautiful. I'm so excited about this because yeah, I know for a fact that there's so many people like going through the same thing. 
being in the closet, numbing down um, their gifts because it's not accepted, Um, societal expectations on the way that you look and how you should act and what you should do and not not do and, and things like that. So do you feel like you're completely in your authentic self now or is it a, a journey of continuing um, self-discovery? Uh, I feel like it's like, so every time I'm like, I got this ish, like, I'm good. Like, I know where I'm at. All of a sudden something like unfolds and I was like, well, this is something (laughs) new that I had no idea we needed to pull out, heal all over again and start working. I I just feel like it's always like, we always hope for that quick moment, right? Like we're healed. And then it's just never this, it's never true. Like there's always something else that comes up, like something somebody said to you that you've held on to in your body and all of a sudden you get that activation you're like damn I didn't realize I was still holding that (laughs) it's like an onion isn't it you peel off one thing you're like yes I'm good oh no here comes another one here comes another one so it is a journey it's an ongoing journey isn't it and it's beautiful challenging right challenging (laughs) (laughs) and like having like little ones too you're always like oh like am I am I leading them down a space where I had to go or and like there's always that moment of like reflection at the end of the day like any permanent damage I hope not (laughs) feels like it was a good day who knows though because however they're gonna hold it so like there's a lot of that space that comes in after you're healed and you have littles you're just like oh shoot (laughs) yeah I know so when you were little what um did you know that you were you were different? Did you know that you no one else could sort of see um, dead people and things like that? Yeah. So uh, there was lots of times where I would like sit down for lunch and my mom would like hand me my my plate and then I would like look like and she's like, "Are you look like what else do you need?" And I was like, "You you didn't give this person something." And so she would like always be kind of weirded out in that space. So I like knew. She must not be like it started to like calculate in that space. And then um, when I would tell my friends about stuff, like, oh, there's a person that lives in that closet. They were like, ah, and like <laughs> didn't want to stay at the house, you know, like all kinds of fun stuff like that. Um, or when you have like those sleepovers when you're like a teenager and they're like, let's play with a Ouija board. And I was like, well, I don't think you want me to do that. Like, <laughs> whole different level. But if we want to do this, let's go. But, yeah, so yeah. like those, <laughs> those moments were always like really like impactful for me to just be quiet and sad because everybody was, that's the weird girl. Yeah. So when what when did your um anxiety sort of kick in? Was it teenagers or was it even younger than that? Uh, I feel like I would probably be younger than that. I feel like it would probably start younger um, just because like I see I see the patterns now. Like I can reflect back and be like, oh, oh that's why I did that. Um, I would always like have habits of like caring at like, like whenever you see like the little kids like picking, right? Like at their fingers and stuff like that. Like I was notorious for doing that like all the time. Um, and it was just my way of like, kind of like, uh, it was my way to ground myself because I didn't know how, like I didn't, nobody taught techniques to me of like, like our kids know, like smell a flower, blow out a candle. Do you feel the earth under your feet? Like when there's, when they're having their tantrums, like we, 
what do you see in the room? Like that, there wasn't moments like that for me. So like, these were ways of me to like pull myself back in. Like we're about to have a meltdown. We don't know what's going on. Everything is elevated. Let's try and work in this way. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's great. And how, how are you, how are you working with your kids? Like, how are you, I've got a three-year-old and I just don't really know how to, where to start um, with him, with, his sort of spiritual journey um because I know I think he senses things he's a bit like me like he just knows and I just don't know how to start I guess with a three-year-old but I know that there's so it's a perfect time to get started with a young one how did you how how are you doing it and yeah how are you doing it how are you help me (laughs) yes I love it we have like a five a three and a two-year-old so we have like, like our oldest, she'll like, it's so cute because her like cousin that she talks with, she's close with doesn't like their parents aren't like, they're not in tune with what fucking moon it is. Sorry, I mean, but they're not in tune with what moon it is. You know, like they don't, they don't know this stuff. So I like tell her like, hey baby, it's a full moon. And she's like, let me get my crystals. Cause she has a whole wall full of them. Right. Yeah. And we bring her to the store she picks out her own and then she'll ask like, what does it mean? And she like, but she's been around it for so long. Like I have like a wall full of crystals. So she wanted the same. And like, I will let her, I like hand them to her and let her play with them and stuff and explain like, this is a special stone. Like this is special. This is magical. This has magic to help in this way. And so for them, they're like, Oh, really? So like, that was like a really big one. Our three-year-old, she is, she's gifted for sure. Like she, like, if she sees somebody, like she can feel their energy and like, she goes to the people who need it. Like I say it all the time. She like always like, and she's not like a people person. She's COVID baby. So she's not like a people, like not a toucher, but if she sees somebody is like upset, she'll like trust them. They're there. Like that. <laughs> but like, so like go and start talking to them. But she yeah. like, today she was uh asking to see my wall and then she'll start grabbing certain ones and then if I'll be like do you want to bring it to your room and put it by your bed and she'll like take off but like it's very (laughs) it's beautiful to like bring them like I always show them the moon like this is the moon and like we love her and she gives us guidance and we let her give energy to our crystals because they're all through the house too we have like uh, we have altars everywhere. Even my husband doesn't know where some of them are. Yeah. Um, but there's <laughs> altars all through the house. And so they've seen them all the time. And they'll just ask, like, what's this one? What's this one? What's this one? Or they'll tell me I smell like sage. You smell like sage. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> I love it. But they're like, and they're attracted to it. So, like, my desk okay. is covered in stuff. And so it's a, one of those standing desks. So I have to like elevate it after I finish all my work because they just <laughs> want to get their hands yeah. on all the stuff. Little hands on them, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if there is someone out there that knows that they sort of have feel like they've got gifts, but feel like they're not they're holding back because of societal expectations and they're just a bit scared, what would you suggest their first sort of steps would be? I feel like the first step is like getting real with self, you know, like, cause we hide so like for my, so uh, this is like a really like interesting space. So I stifled everything 
And my grandmom and I would have quiet conversation about what was going on. Like my grandmom also was gifted. And so uh, like her and I had the same dream on the same night. Like I called her and was like, stay out of my dreams. And she was like, you stay out of mine. And then we like compared (laughs) notes and it was the same dream and it was the craziest thing. Um, but like, I would tell her like, you know, there's a man who lives in your closet. She's like, yeah, I see him all the time. And she's like, and other people come and talk to me. And so she was the one that like, let me feel normal, you know, like, and so when she actually passed away was when my gifts like accelerated, like, and I've had so many people tell me like, she left her magic with you. And so that was, and I, one thing I will say is like, part of my anxiety came in that moment where they opened up again, because I was like, am I nuts? Like, am I crazy? And so it was those moments and just being able to find supportive spaces is so important because if you don't have that space to lean into, you're going to think you're crazy or you're going to try to quiet even more. But having that supportive space where people see you for whatever your gift is, is just so important. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, I think that's yeah, like you were saying before, it's like a sisterhood. As yeah, it's just it helps you, yeah. Like exactly what you said. It helps you bring out your gifts even further, I guess, because you're opening up because the people are allowing you to show your true self and you just feel more comfortable and it they give you some guidance as well, don't you? Don't they? Don't you, don't they? Yeah. I love, and that's like what's so beautiful. Like when somebody hears, like, what my favorite is when people first start talking about their gifts, right? Because every single person will say the same thing. I thought I was crazy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I thought I was losing my mind. And you're like, it was probably more of an opening than losing it and expanding it. But I remember that space so clearly. Yeah. And do you feel that your gifts are even expanding more now? Do you think it's, ever going to stop expanding or is it because I've been told that and I feel like it myself I get to a stage where I'm like okay I've got I'm in control of this so I've got my gifts under control and then bang another like opening opens up like that like the onions and then some more gifts or expansion on my gifts comes and I'm like oh okay all right let's go and do you feel like it's going to be an ever-ending thing? <laughs> Do I you feel like it? it's, <laughs> yeah, I never feel like it ends. Like I remember being on a live one time and I do like card readings and I'm like doing these card readings and that mediumship like comes through yeah. and like I normally could just like hear them like and like see them. But like when I was in that flow and like channeling, like a lot of times it would just be like I would hear them. And then all of a sudden I like felt someone touch my arm and I was like, what's Like, like no we don't like you can talk to me you're not allowed to touch like that is not okay we keep hands off and so like that was like a moment where I was like okay these are expanding like a thousand percent and so I just feel like there's always like where you I always I feel like uh when you start to trust the space and you start to trust your gift and you're like comfortable and you lean in and you're just like okay this is who I am now this is the new gift that's come in and I'm okay with this. Boom. A new one comes in mm-hmm. because we've like opened the frequency for it to come in. We've made the space because we've leaned into this and stopped fighting. 
So now we like, okay, come on in. Here's some more. You guys, you're good with this. Let's add 20 other weird things. <laughs> That's really well explained. I love that. And how do you, do you have boundaries within your gifts? And how have you made those boundaries? Uh, one in particular was on Halloween, like three years ago. I had done like um, an offering for the loved one's past. I had done my own space. Um, and they always talk about the veil being, being thinned at that time and all of that. And so we're about to go to sleep, lights are off. And then all of a sudden I hear a woman's voice say my husband's name. There's nobody else in the room. And like yeah. you hear the footprints go across. And so it's never, they've never really woken me up in a really long time since I was like a kid. So when that happens, I like that house in particular, like is like just a portal, like it just had a lot of activity in it and all of that. But when that happened, I literally sat up and I looked at him and I said, did you hear that? He's like, sure what? And I, as I told you, I'm like hard of hearing too. So like, it's really funny that they give me the gift of hearing. <laughs> um, but I like sat up and I said that and he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, ma'am, you need to leave. And like, I heard the footsteps like walk out. I was like, you are not allowed in here when we're going to sleep. You are not allowed. This is my space. I will acknowledge you when I am ready. It does not mean you come and wake me up. And I'm very like strong in that space. Like you'll hear me like out loud, like, no, <laughs> yeah. just no. And that's as easy. And that's easy. And it's that easy to set those boundaries, isn't it? Just saying, no, you need to leave. And they just leave, don't they? Yeah. And I think that's like the hard part for a lot of people is they like, uh, I remember when I was first stepping in, I had a lot of people like, you don't want to do like mediumship. You don't want to talk to the other side. You don't know if it's real or not. You don't know who's coming through. And when you tap in with that fear, like, yeah, you're going to pull some shady stuff in because we're working in that space. But if you're like, confident in yourself you're confident in your gift and you're just like in your power you can be comfortable in that space and know like oh this person's trying to stir some trouble up okay you need to go and it's that simple like you go you're not allowed and they can't stay like it just can't happen yeah I've got a friend that has a um, son that has got a lot of noise going on so spirits are talking to him all the time. He thinks he's going, you know, crazy. But he just needs to understand it. That they're just trying to talk to him and he needs to set some boundaries. Um, yeah. So he's been working on that. But that's just how people can get into a state of, oh, my gosh, I am going crazy. Like, I can't. There's so much noise. Because it can be really, really noisy. And with lots mm -hmm. of people talking to you and um, you have to set safe boundaries for yourself. I know another, we were at, a, I was at a retreat at the beginning of the year and one of the ladies there was getting talked to during the night and the retreat lady, uh, host said, you just tell him to come back at 9am tomorrow morning and you'll talk to them then. And she did that and they came back. It's that yes. simple to set those sort of boundaries so that you... I'm always like, yeah. office hours. Yes, yeah, office hours. Come back in office hours. <laughs> office hours. Come back during office hours. Yeah. I have no time for you right now. Yeah, because you still have to look after yourself, even though you're helping 
spirits or helping whoever you you need to look after you as well so if they're coming in the middle of the night you you say no thank you you come back at nine o'clock ten o'clock eight thirty six o'clock whatever it is um so that you are still looking after yourself right yes that was like one of the hardest ones like being a kid and having that come in yes. because you don't know that space so now there's like six people hanging out and you also like when they know that you can hear them, your beacon. <laughs> yeah. They're like, this one gets it. Hey, guys, this person yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you up. They'll hear you. And so that's always like really important. Like that's one of the first things I tell a lot of people I work with, like you need to be clear and cut. Like these are office hours, nine to five. After that, we do not have any conversation until you come back. Yeah. And that was like a really powerful, but I think that you have to believe it too. Like you have to shut it down at that point, like walls are down. Yeah. Yeah. So when you, um, well, how, how do people break free from societal expectations in your view? I mean, you were just mentioning before, um, oh, you know, you You've got to be careful who you talk to over there. You don't know what they want, you know. That's sort of societal telling you and giving you the fear, like you said, fear. How do you how do you handle societal expectations and embrace your true, authentic self? Um, I'm always <clears throat> I'm always the person that goes against the grain. Like, and I, it's not purposely. Like, if somebody says they like blue, I'm like, not blue stuff. Like, I'm not that person. Yeah. But I do have my own way of doing everything. And I guess, like, for myself, um, I've always had, like, this might sound weird, what the way I say it. Like, trusting people isn't always my strong suit. Like, I'm the person that has to figure it out for myself. So yeah. if somebody says, like, the pan is hot, I'm going to be like, is it? And then put my hand down. But I am that person. And I know that. And so uh, I'm always the person that will try something first. Like if somebody's like, who wants to try this? It's usually me that raises my hand. Just It's just who I am. Yeah. Um, but I had to find that, right? So like when I was working so hard to be like the people pleaser and do the things like everybody else did, it took me a really long time to find that um, that childhood excitement of like doing something new again and standing in that space. Um, I think it's really important to remember that we're not pizza. We can't make everybody happy. Like it doesn't work that way. Like, so being able to kind of open that frequency, like if they're telling you like, you have to be scared, like, why do I have to be scared? Yes. Well, it could be somebody you don't know. What if it is somebody I do know? Like that's kind of how I worked with everything. Um, I always protected myself, like, even when I work now, like, uh, I first tapped in with, like, runes before I did, like, readings, like, with oracle cards, so I have, like, runes, like, written on my desk for, like, yeah. protective space, and, like, I work with my candles for protection as well, and, like, I, I worked very heavily in that space, and I did my research there, so I could protect myself if I did open and receive, and when I did, it was just really magical, like, on the other side, when you're, I, I love the phrase on the other side of fear is freedom. Like yeah. when you can tap in and like give the gift of a message to someone who just lost somebody, it's just like really beautiful. And like knowing that you're 
um, creating a moment for that person to like fall in and remember and hear what needs to be said is just really beautiful. And I don't feel like any person that I want, I talk to when they're like, aren't you scared? I'm like, no, because like, like, it's just such a beautiful experience to see the, the love that comes through from both sides. Like you get to see that space because yeah. you're like the bridge. Yeah. And you can, I can imagine that you could see the healing from the person receiving the information, right? Just getting that closure, I guess, in, in some cases. Yeah. Yeah. When, Many people sort of struggle with imposter syndrome, so feeling like they're wearing lots of different masks um, in different areas of their lives. How do you think um, we could navigate this challenge or step into their, you know, their own power? Um, they might be in their own power in one part of their life, but they might be in another, caught up in, 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 on, with a mask in another part of their life. How can we get it all aligned? Um, it's really funny because a lot of, like, I always joke, I could talk about like peanut butter for 30 minutes. Like if I need to do a live and somebody's like, talk, I'm like, what do you want me to talk about? Cause I can talk about anything, like literally anything. And I'm, I, I love that space. Like one of my other gifts is being able to like speak, but also it's my, the negative side to that is learning to shut up as well. Right. So like, <laughs> those are one of my spaces and I own that very, I, I do, I work on it constantly, but it doesn't mean I don't get nervous still. Yeah. Like that's the part that I think that people don't realize is like a lot of times people get caught up in that like uh, imposter syndrome that I'm supposed to feel like it's easy. It's supposed to come easy. It's supposed to flow, but I still get so scared sometimes. Like uh, if I do my card readings, I'm like, I'm not even talking. This is just somebody coming through, giving message. I'm good, right? Like I don't have to worry about it. But then if I like go into like my my community or I go live somewhere and I'm doing like a knowledge drop, I'm like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> who wants to hear me talk about this? Like who wants to? And it will be a beautiful live and people receive message that they need. I do the same thing with my candles. Like I'm going to create this kit. Who wants to buy this? And it's like the bestseller. So like, there's always those moments that come through where that mask will come on for me too. But it's the idea of understanding that it's just a, like, it's a part of us that's trying to protect moving forward. Like it's trying to say, what happens if you fail? Look, we'll protect us and stay here. Like we'll keep this mask on because no one will think we're weird. We can stay in this space because people won't see and hear us and witness us. So let's wear this beautiful mask. And then if you talk to that version of you and understand that it's from a protective space, you can let he, she, that whoever know, like, it's okay, we're healed in this space. We've come this far. Look where we've come from. So now we can acknowledge and not try to fight it. We can, like, let it come through in the wave, but also as a wave, it's going to go back out. Yeah. So I feel like in that space, like, I still work with that stuff. Even before coming on here, I was like, oh, what happens if I don't have something to say, which would never happen. But that was like a game in my head, right? Like, yeah. what if you can't talk? What? When can I never talk? Like, that's just not a thing. So it's just, I have those moments too. I just don't let them camp out. And I acknowledge her and I explain to her, like, we're okay. We've come this far and we have so much to share. So it's okay. And 
whether it subsides or I just move through with fear a little bit is like kind of where I work. I'm always also the person that's like, do it scared. Like, it's okay, do it scared. We'll yeah. Watch what happens on the other side. Because yeah. once you see that there's nothing to be scared of, there's freedom. Yeah, exactly. And when you were talking about freedom and mo- just getting to freedom, it's all about just moving through that fear. So moving, seeing it, looking at it, working on it if you need to. But once you get to the other side of freedom, you sort of look back and go, <clears throat> That wasn't actually that hard to move through. I don't know what my problem was. So the actual yeah. other side is is beautiful and magical when you're like, oh, why did it take me so long to get here? Like it wasn't that big of a journey, right? Do you have that as well? Yeah. yeah I like whenever I like look back, like when I was like, I'm too scared to, I was so scared to launch my candle. Like I was so scared. Yeah. What if people don't like that? What if nobody wants them? And then I was like, well, if no one wants them, my house is going to be amazing, full of awesome energy and smell ridiculous. Right. So like, it was like not that big of a deal. And like, I've, I've had failed launches when it came to business. Like I've launched and didn't hear the signs of not yet or not this program or it's not ready yet. And I was like, no, we're going for it. And zero people agreed. Yeah. Um, and I've worked through that space. So what's the worst thing that happens? People don't sign up. Eh, we move on and maybe we reboot in a couple months and see if it's different. Exactly. I love that because I think we all go through that as entrepreneurs. Um, and it is, it's all about the alignment. Are you listening to, is it the right time? And, you know, if, if no one turns up or you don't get any sales, it obviously isn't. So have a check-in and go, oh, yeah, okay. I'll start listening now. <laughs> it's like this podcast. Yeah. I've been wanting to do this podcast for so long. And I finally got like that. Come on now. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Because I just thought podcast massive. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. But everything, as soon as I went, yes, everything aligned. And that was easy. And I'm so excited about it. And my passion is like, oh, like right up here. And everything guests are lining up and it's just incredible. And I know how powerful this is going to be from the world. And so many people need this, that that's why it's happening. And I know that I've been meaning to speak. Speaking is my thing. I think you said that too. Speaking is something that I'm meant to be doing. And I'm like, well, how am I meant to be doing this? Don't ask how, just, just go with it um and yeah and look and I'm so excited about it and now it's up and it's launched and I've got you on here and lots of other guests coming too it's just when it's meant to be and when it is right things will just go blah, 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 right yes they just like literally it's like like that phrase like ducks in a row they just yes. like come right in right where they're supposed to be and you're just like oh okay this is how it's supposed to flow I love it yeah, uh, I and it was I had a similar situation with the candles. Like I was like, I can't do this. I kept pushing it off. Yeah. The second I did it, I signed up for a farmer's market. It usually takes like here like two to three months before someone gives you a yes. Like come on in. It was two weeks oh, wow. that I waited, and they were like, let's go. And then they were like, when can you come back? We love your stuff. And like it just snowballs from there. Yeah. So it's like really when you do open and you listen and you receive your message and honor it it's beautiful but when we push at the same time or we stop where you were like oh I was like I will I will I will I don't know how but like 
you could see everything else you were trying to do, just push the brake. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. trying to do anything else, they're like, no, nope, nope. And nope. then you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Why am I so out of the line? And then you're just like, oh, because I didn't say yes to yeah. what you wanted. Got it. Got it. Because it. it is. As soon as you say yes, things, ideas pop into your head, opportunities come, things come to you. Like, it all just happens. It's like, um, a friend of mine is in a job at the moment and they're not enjoying it. They were uh, made redundant not long ago um, and just not happy where they are. Um, Sort of took a role because it was very last. They needed the money. And now um, that person has said, right, I, I need to move on. I'm not happy. I'm not aligning with myself. I'm just not myself as soon as he said right this is what I'm doing said yes he's had two job offers in one day which is beautiful exactly exactly and that's how that's how the universe works you know as if you're not aligned if you're how how do you how do you feel how do you think people feel when they're out of alignment I know you went into you know things stop and nothing seems to work is there any other sort of telltale signs when you're not in alignment I feel like for like and I feel like sometimes it's like according to the person too like each person like will have their own space for myself I feel completely drained like my energy is gone and um everything that I try to do is literally a brick wall like (laughs) let me reach out to this person nothing let me try this nothing let me launch this nothing and then you're like okay or like you try uh I was creating this I keep going back to my candles because it's like tangible too I feel like it's so important sometimes to have that I was trying to create this one candle and uh I was like trying to get um wax and I had run out and then I looked and I saw that I ran out of the fragrance that I was using so I like ordered both of them and they both were taking a crazy amount of time <laughs> to get to me which never happens like these guys are usually like on it I get it in like a day um and what happened was the person was like I want these candles but they hadn't uh it was before I had all my systems set up so it was very much a push for me to hit my back end like make sure your back end is right or yeah. else things aren't gonna go you're not gonna make your money and I was like oh it's okay and they messaged me and I got all this stuff I was hustling to get it done and then she was like oh never mind I don't want them <laughs> so I was like but if I had the back end set up she would have paid in advance I would have got all the things like it would have flown through a lot easier so it was just really funny like for me like they put the booby traps in <laughs> like a thousand percent like oh you think this is going to happen even though you don't want to listen it's not happening <laughs> they're really cheeky aren't they <laughs> yes a thousand I always tell them I'm like my guys are sassy too because the way they come through for me are like ridiculous yeah I had one um instant where I was doing some journaling and I can't remember exactly what it was but I was asking something and they gave me two words oh, I can't remember exactly what the words were but I looked I was like what do these words mean and it was something to do with um, believing and calling me an idiot. And I was like, oh, okay. 
And I thought it was hilarious. I was like, okay, all right, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you very you. much. <laughs> but Appreciate I appreciate like, that. And they did it so that I had to look it up and research it and make and make sure that I understood. But I was like, oh, okay. Thank you. Got, got it now. <laughs> got it now. <laughs> they are just I, I, wonderful. When they do that, it's amazing because, like, I was like, I was like doing a reading for somebody, and I was like, I'm not like literally out loud. I had to say like, I'm not saying that. Like, <laughs> we're not talking that way. You can try again. <laughs> like yeah. that. I had a woman that was like on a live. She was like, am I going to buy my, am I going to have my dream house by this date? And I was like, oh, and immediately I heard in my head, like, no. And I was like, <laughs> like, yeah. can you say that nicely? And so I like, oh, uh, let's see, let's look at the cards. And I have a deck that, that literally has like, yes, no, or this is your sign. Like, and yeah. then they have other decks, but those, are, it came out straight up. No. And I was like, guys, like, what am I doing with this? And so I had to be like, maybe we're not married to the date. Maybe it will yeah. be sooner as opposed to later. And I was like, how are you going to throw me on a live? Yeah. And be like, no. I was like, I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Straight to the point. No, that was the question. Yeah. We answered it. No. <laughs> right? We answered it. Right. to go it in your brain. <laughs> Here, have fun. Sugar, yeah. sugarcoat it. <laughs> I love that. Sugarcoat it. Um, what's some, what's something really magical that's happened in your life that you have just been blown away with how it's maybe occurred or what it was? What's something really sort of something special in your life that's happened magically this is so it's so funny because I literally this like scenario came into my brain today and I was like why are you showing me this and then I voiced it to my husband and he was like okay and like it was just it's so uh today was first grade for our oldest like it was her first day of first grade yeah and um, we were doing the picture things. And then all of a sudden, um, I, I saw like, so when she was born, she came out like healthy, beautiful, everything was fine. And then we started to notice she was like turning yellow, like she had jaundice. And so we had to bring her back to the doctor. And they couldn't figure out why it wasn't like the normal like jaundice so that we put her under a light and she's sick. Yeah. It was like, she ended up having surgery at two months old. Oh. Um, they thought she was going to have to take her, like they were going to have to get a liver transplant, like transplant. Um, and then they thought that she had this rare disease afterwards called Neiman Picks. And so like she went in for the surgery, found out she didn't need to have a liver transplant, but they were 98% sure. And then yeah. they like, Everything we we healed, we came out of it, and then they had to do blood tests again to make sure everything was all set. And they were like, she might have this super rare rare disease called Neiman Pick. And I was like, what? Like I can't do yep. this. Like we just we just hit the victory. And then they were ninety nine percent sure that that was the case. Came back, no account of it whatsoever. And so like, there was all these moments with her and like, what I didn't realize was like me and my husband 
and just like worked, we worked so hard, like manifesting all these beautiful moments of like, oh, it could be this. And then we were like, no, it's not. And they were like, okay, it's not. And like, yeah. let her heal. And then like, it was like a domino effect with all the spaces that they were like, we don't, they still to this day don't understand how she got that diagnosis of maybe Neiman Hicks when they were 99% sure. And then it came back that she really did. They were like, we don't know how that happened. Maybe they mixed up somebody's blood in the lab. I was like, well, sure. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, sure. We'll go with that. But it was just like one of those powerful moments today where I was like, we like, and it was one of those moments where you were like manifesting from such a deep love. It wasn't a matter of like, I need this materialistic thing. Like it was, I need this beautiful life to survive and this love that was created. And so it was just really uh, one of those moments today where I was like, that was like absolute magic that happened. Like there was no doubt in my mind. And when I said it to him, he was like, I didn't even realize that. Like, that's really true with all the like close calls that we had. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh, and she's all good now. Oh my goodness. She, yeah. Like today she just tested out for her next belt in martial arts. So she's like this little badass. It's so cool. She like kicked the board and broke it. Like she has like a scar and like she has a scar from her surgery and she'll probably have it like her whole life. Um, But every time she talks about it, she'll tell like her brother and sister, she'll tell somebody who makes comment like this shows you I'm a survivor. Like I'm a warrior. That's what she says. This is my warrior mark. And I was like, it sure is baby. Like it a hundred percent is means that you're meant to be here. Yeah. Oh, that's so special. Oh, yes. Yeah, I know. Every time I was like holding it back. I was like, "Don't cry here." <laughs> um. So transformational journeys are filled with highs and lows. How do you recommend the listeners stay resilient and committed to their growth, especially you know in these challenging times where you know the social expectations and things like that? How do you? Yeah, how do you how do you help them with it? What do you recommend? Um, I do like a couple of different things. Like uh, I'm really big on auditing your timeline on your social media. Yeah. Like making sure that everything that you look at makes you feel good, whether it's friends, family, any of that space. Because the second you attach to something that is low vibration you're going to pull more of that into your frequency like you're going to see more of it coming in not because you're like doing it on purpose like I want more of that it's just I I feel like energy sometimes doesn't understand like oh they're feeling this way so they don't want more of it like they can't it can't differentiate yeah and so if like I like always because everybody is on their phone and everybody is uh doing something whether it's pictures or Facebook, Instagram, podcast, like any of it. So like your podcasts have better like feel high vibes, like all the time. Like you just want things that make you feel good. If it's pictures of kitties for the entire timeline, beautiful. But <laughs> I feel like that's like a really big one at first is like working in that space and then like transforming that into like real life. Like who are you surrounded by? Who is in your circle? Because 
your your vibe is your tribe, right? Like your tribe is your vibe, like that whole scenario. Like you want to make sure that you're in people, like around people that make you feel good, that let you be witnessed, not something where you're going to go home like, oh, I really don't like hanging out with this person, but I feel very obligated. Mm-hmm. Like there shouldn't be spaces like that. There shouldn't be like a need to do it because that also will feed into like more people pleasing, I feel like. Um, those are like two big ones I like to work with at first. Um, but then there's also, you know, like the, we meditate, we bring in different ideas. We start to read self, like starting to work in that self-help is always like also accustomed to the person, like whichever way they go. Like, I don't love to journal. I'm not great at journaling. Um, but I come through all the time with a great channel. Like they say that you should write things down. And I was like, I don't know why, because I wouldn't. (laughs) but for you it feels like this is what comes through um but I also feel like movement too is like a really big part too of like getting your body to like release the energy through some form of movement like I feel is like so powerful too so when we do have those low vibrations like just looking at the ways that we can turn it around because the second you feel that high vibration you're like yes I want more of this they listen that quick and yeah. I think people don't realize that. Yeah. And that high vibration is the the vibration we want to stay in. We want to stay in that high vibration. So keeping in that is really important. When it comes to surrounding yourself with the people, and when you mentioned, you know, you come home and you're like, I really don't like that person. How is it that you can sort of release those people from your life without feeling bad or you know um just how how do you release them uh I work a couple of different ways but I'm also like I I can't fake a hello like if I see somebody I don't like I can't be like hey I'm more like yeah and off I go (laughs) like I can't do it just because like they're gonna feel my face won't let me do it Uh, they're like don't look or I have to like look away like I just I know what my face is doing um so in those spaces sometimes like I have people ask me like how do you stay like high vibration when people come around you that are really low vibration and it's somebody like in your family like uh your mom or uh your dad and I'm always like trying to explain to them like you can let them know I don't this doesn't feel good for me. Like this kind of energy doesn't feel good. Can we maybe shift the topic? And if they get upset, it's okay. They might get upset, but I've said before, you're not pizza. You can't make everybody happy, but just letting them be clear and you being clear in your boundaries and like letting them do that is actually like a way to love on both of you guys. Like it lets you guys meet in the middle. So like if my mom is like having a bad day and she comes in like this sucks and this sucks and this, I'm like, can you tell me one good thing that happened today? And then she understands what's going on. <laughs> like she, okay, I'm sorry. I had a bad day. This is why I'm doing it. And I say, okay, but now we got to change it because we're not having a bad day. So not everybody needs to have the bad day. And so we have to have that conversation, but it's just understanding those boundaries too, because just because that person might not feel good about the scenario of like, bringing it to their face or having to distance a little bit 
It's also your peace of mind that is important as well. And it's not a matter of being selfish. It's not a matter of any of that. But if we're going to make that happen where I feel bad, this person is going to feel this way, then you're doing a disservice for yourself at the same time. Like Mm -hmm. you're feeling the lack and they're going to be okay because they're going to be in your energy still. So it's, it's kind of understanding that space. It took me a long time to get there, like hundred (laughs) percent. There was, there's lots of bridges that are ashes behind me. I will say that. When did you sort of step into your, at what age roughly did you step into your full power do you think and you're through with full authenticity I honestly I probably wouldn't say until like I probably say like 35 I was 33 35 I would say right around there yeah. is where I started to give like zero f about like oh <laughs> that didn't make you happy I'm so sorry like <laughs> uh you're gonna have to figure out how to make yourself happy because I'm not in charge of that yeah that's that's funny because I've I feel like I've really stepped into my power the last four years and I am just about to turn 44 and I've had a couple of other people on different podcasts saying you know one lady was 50 another one was in their late 30s it's a journey and sometimes it is later in life and then that's okay you know and it's just interesting to see how the different ages and but it's never really young I'm sure there is young one young ones on the already there um the other thing I was I think yeah sorry I think a lot of it comes too from like uh generational spaces too Mm -hmm. like if you saw like family members being like people pleasers or the family was like in a negative space you're just like oh this is okay it's just the way that it is when it's not meant to be that way so like I feel like it takes that time to distance a little bit and grow into yourself before you're like the rest of the world isn't like this oh okay I can tell them to shove it and I can be okay on my own okay got it it. so I I feel like for me that was like a really big one like everybody stayed together because they were family everybody stayed around I've known them for so long but you don't like them (laughs) so like why yeah and there's a couple of things that I, I coach when I'm with client uh, teaching with clients is if they're around a low vi- vi- vibrational person that is talking about something that you don't want, you don't need that in your life, you don't need it, uh, it's not going to serve you in any way. I'll, another way to do it would be saying at the end of the you know sentence or conversation, just say, oh, that's really interesting. Hey, have you heard about, and just completely change the topic to whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. If they keep being in that low vibration, you just be kind and just say, oh, I'm just going to go over here for a minute. I'll be back. Not be back. Doesn't matter. And you can be kind when you are trying to disassociate yourself with low vibrational people. You don't have to be like, no, I don't want to be with your friend. I don't want to be your friend anymore. Um, and I think that some some of my clients have thought that way. Like, I don't want to hurt them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to not be their friend. Um, well, you can still talk to people. You can still have conversations. But when that comes to the point where it's not serving you or helping you in any sort of way, that's when you need to take the control and step up for yourself um, and move into the higher vibration or move away from that situation. It's easy. Yeah. Yeah. Bathroom breaks are beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. it's I need a moment in the bathroom. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and I was laughing really hard when you were saying it's written on my face because my partner <laughs> is exactly the same. It's written on his face. He's like, oh, that was really nice. I'm like, well, you should say that to your face because your face is saying something different <laughs> all the time. I literally, like, I have no control over this. <laughs> and, like, sometimes I, like, catch it. Um, I was I was at a, mar- a farmer's market and I was setting things up and like I always try to tell people I so another part for me I never used to tell people I was hard of hearing I would never tell them because then like everybody like you know they make they like make a big deal or it's not it's just weird situation sometimes so this woman came up and she parked in front of where I was putting my stuff together and she spoke to me I had no idea what she said. No, not even slightest and I just turned and looked at her and I was like what and my husband answered which was really sweet because he's used to the space and then after I walked up to her and she like gave me this like super dirty look and I was like oh gosh I like probably had like really bad I say resting witch face like I probably <laughs> had the look and I walked up to her and I said it to her I said my face must have looked like she was like yeah I didn't think you were very nice and I was like no I just I'm and I like pull my hearing aids up. I can't hear you. And I didn't know. And I'm sorry. And I just wanted to make sure we were okay. Like, so afterwards she was like, you're so, and like super sweet to me. But it was just that moment. Like, I know that this does a lot of damage. <laughs> like I got to watch it. And if not, I have to own it. Like I got to no. go up to the person and explain what's going on. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I just couldn't hear. I was trying to set up and I'm sweating. It's 8 million degrees, center of the sun. So, <laughs> but it was just like really funny, like having those moments. And it's been my whole life that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, my partner still doesn't understand. He thinks his face is doing what he thinks it is. And I'm like, it's not, buddy. <laughs> You're giving it away with that face of yours. And he's like, what? What yeah. are you talking about? Like, okay yeah. then. <laughs> poker is not my game <laughs> poker is definitely not my game <laughs> so what are some practical daily practices or exercises that listeners can incorporate into their lives to foster continuous sort of self-development or personal growth to becoming sort of their authentic self what do you what what's what's on your daily routines and agendas um, it's really funny. I used to be like really strong in like a morning routine. Like it's gotta be like A, B, and C. I'm a type A type of person. Yeah. Um, and so like structure is like a happy place for me. And so uh I recently um had to step into the space of understanding that um even if it doesn't get done first thing in the morning, because there's three little minions that mm-hmm. are in charge of my day, if it doesn't get done first thing in the morning. It doesn't mean I can't do it at all. Yeah. Like that was like a really powerful shift for me to understand. So um, I used to wake up and do like a gratitude, like five things I'm grateful for. And I worked with somebody when I first stepped into my business um, that was very much like it was marketing and it was very much like you need to wake up at like 5 a.m. And I was like, Mm -hmm. are you kidding me? I've been up all night with a kid. Like, no, (laughs) (laughs) I get to sleep. I'm going to sleep. And then like, make sure you're doing your this, 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 this. And they had this guy. And I was like, this is not a routine or space that is functional for me. So to be aware of a situation that might not feel right for you is really important. Because if we try to like 
forced to say it's like somebody tells you like write five things you're grateful for and you're trying to write it and you're like ah this like sucks like I don't yeah. ah, I just don't have the gratitude behind it and just becoming like uniform something that we turn off and I just know I'm supposed to do this it's not going to work the same mm-hmm. so I feel like first like releasing that space of like it has to be done by this time it has to be done this way um is really like powerful in that space um I have friends that are witches and they have their routine that they wake up and they are like I do my gratitude list I pull cards for myself I do that and they have this whole thing and I was like "Ooh, I remember the times that I could do that but right now it's not where I'm at so it might be three mm-hmm. in the afternoon I'm like hey what do you want me to let what do you want to let me know for today like let's pull a card and see what happens but it's already almost over <laughs> so it's just like working in those spaces um a lot of times for me though a, a big big one is I always have to get outside like I for my peace of mind I got to get outside and away from like just being in the house um I have to get my feet on the ground all the time like I'm constantly barefoot and it drives my husband crazy, but um, being barefoot on the earth and just letting that moment of like, this is the earth and me, and this is where I came from. And all of that is really like a rejuvenating space for me. I would love to say I meditate daily, but I don't get to all the time. (laughs) It's not always something that is a part of my practice. Um, if I do, it's actually, uh, I taught, we, I use meditation with the babies to get them to sleep. So like, that will be like my meditate. I'm like doing a walk, like a guided meditation for them to go to sleep. And usually there's unicorns involved. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah. (laughs) But that's like my meditation. So it's like very much like just understanding that I need to release, I had to release the grip of it's supposed to be and it should be before I could really embrace stepping in into like this is what works for me like today I feel like I really need this space I really need to get outside for, and I'll ask the hubby like I need like five minutes outside just to get grounded for myself before I even step into the day and that's something that like I've created space for but for me like it has to be it has to be like a plug and play kind of deal. Like I can do this here and here and here and be able to shuffle the schedule. And that's really, that's, that's really powerful thing to know that you can shuffle it and it's still okay because, you know, societal expectations are like you said, 5am, get up, um, meditate and gratitude and do this and do that. And I've been caught up in, you know, the social media um, influences of, you know, their wellness journey and where they, they're heading. And I'm like, oh, they do that. Well, I'll do that too. And that and it doesn't work for me. I'm like, oh, well, well they're doing that. I'll do that too. But like you said, it's, it's about what's good for you and what works for you. Because I'm like you, I've got a three-year-old now. So in the mornings you know if if I can sleep I need to sleep because he's up all night most nights and so you fit it in wherever you can and if you're doing it brilliant if you don't do it that day it doesn't matter it's okay try again try again tomorrow right yes and I think like that works in all the realms right like I feel like that works in like when it comes to like uh, health and wellness like it comes to 
your whole wellness journey, spirituality, like if you don't get it done in one day, it does not mean like the cards have fallen. Like it just means like tomorrow is a new time to continue. Like continuing is the biggest word that I love. Yes. Like Like, I don't believe in start over. I just pick up where I left off. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. So if anyone would, anyone in the audience wants to get in contact with you or work with you, what ways can they, can they work with you? Um, so <laughs> I completely forgot about the whole space earlier. <laughs> uh, I do custom spell work and what that means, like, and I know it sounds, uh, it's always really funny in this space because people go to like Etsy and they like see like, oh, spell work right here. Um, when I do spell work with somebody, I start out with three months programs with them. And what we do is like, we sit down, we have a conversation about what you're trying to call in. Um, there's like two Zoom calls in the, the container. So at the beginning, we tap in and we talk about like what you're trying to call in, what's going on now, where you feel stuck, and like what we can work in the space. And then I do the spells for you. And then we check, I check in pretty frequently, but there's another Zoom call that you, and you have contact to me through a messenger service. I use Telegram. Yeah. So it's all about like working in messenger. And then uh, we do another Zoom call to like collect the space. Like, okay, how is everything flowing? What do we need to do to move and pivot? Because things have come into your frequency. How do we shift into what you want next? And yeah. so it's always a level up through there. So it's really funny. So I, whenever I say like, I do custom seller, some people are like, I need to get my ex-boyfriend back. And I was like, it takes more than like one yeah. thing. Yeah. Like we've got to work in a couple different spaces. Um, so that's like one of the offerings that I do. The other one is one-on-one reading mm-hmm. where you can step in and have an intuitive session. It's like energy work right away. Um, you come in with questions and leave with clarity, sometimes messages from the other side, majority of the time, messages from the other side too. Yeah. Um, but you have like full recording, you have a transcript that goes along with it. So you have access to that space. And I have a free community full of, I'm almost at 500 beautiful women in there, of yeah. just all walks of life. It's beautiful. Everybody in there, like I always remind them, they're all gifted, even if they don't know it yet. They have a gift that's ready to unlock. They leave whatever stories they want in there. Yeah. Um, there was a beautiful woman who left a story of like how she's calling in uh, another baby and she like saw him in meditation while working with one of the candles and like she was able to leave this and was like just able to be witnessed she like messaged me after like how grateful she was in the space just to be like a place to share that without judgment or without somebody saying anything and they all cheering for her and it was just a really beautiful space so I have that space as well oh awesome your spell work sounds incredible because I'm sure a lot of people believe that you I want this do one spell and that's it but I love the fact yeah. that you go deeper into it and do the whole the whole work on it. That sounds incredible. Thank you. Yeah, I, a lot of people expect Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's like deeper work than that because, especially if the person has never worked in that um, type of magic either. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit tricky because I give homework like you're going to do this on this side to work on your because it can't just be all me yeah. you have to bring the intention also so like we have to work together it's like a co-creation so 
so they get homework. And so if they're not used to that space and they're just tapping into it, sometimes like <laughs> it's, I'm like, okay, we gotta keep you're going. Like, what? I have what? to what? <laughs> I gotta do stuff. This is why I hired you. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. And I know you have a wonderful little freebie for the audience. Do you wanna tell us a bit about that? Yes. So uh my candle company is called Candlelight Intentions because they're all intention candles. My candles all have Reiki. They have um, they have different crystals, flowers, herbs, trinkets, different ways and intentions for anything you're thinking of. Um, I do an intent. I do an intimacy candle. I do a money candle. I do all kinds of fun stuff on there. Um, but for the listeners, you guys are going to get your own coupon to get 10% off of whatever order, like the full order, not just like this one candle, like your full order, because I know a lot of people work in that space. And I was like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah. Oh, that sounds incredible. Well, that's amazing. Thank you so much for that. I'm sure our listeners will get on board. They sound amazing. Um, and yeah. I have a couple of questions, the fun questions for you to finish off with. Um, if authenticity was a color, what color would it be and why? I literally, like the second you said it, heard purple, <laughs> um, which is really funny. Um, purple for me, uh, I work with it a lot in my candle. Mm -hmm. Um one, always the third eye, right? So like authenticity is going to come from your intuition and all of that space, but it's also the color of royalty. And I feel like nothing is more like authentic, like authentic than like standing in your absolute power and being so regal. And so that was like the colors that came right through. Love it. Love it. If you could be an animal to express your true self, which animal would you choose and how does it represent you? Oh, that's funny. It's good, like, like, as you're asking, I love that, like, what's dropping in. I was like, I've never thought yeah. of these. Uh, a crow was what came through. Okay. Um, and they're, I, I, uh, I know that they're, like, normally known for, like, you know, the dark and witchy things, but also they're, like, super intelligent. Like, if they have, like, uh, walnuts that they can't open, they drop it in the ground for a car to run it over so that they yeah. can come and get it. Like, just that kind of like idea I'm like oh yeah like these I'm here for this this is my posse like I love it <laughs> I love that and the last one if you had a magic wand and everyone in the world had to follow one ruling you create what would it be that one was more there was like six that dropped in on that one um I feel like majority of it would be being able to see, like, you would have to see yourself as your loved ones see you, mm -hmm. as opposed to the idea that you make in your mind, like, you would have to be seen how your partner would see you, or your babies would see you, or the people that love you in your life, which I think would just transition everybody into oh. a better space. That just gave me goosebumps, like, oh, just the feeling of it. I just pictured you know, I felt the feeling of my partner and it was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's a wonderful one. And I like, it's just so, sometimes we're just like so hard on ourselves yeah. and it just like, I just kind of came out of a space where I was like working in that, like, why am I being so hard on myself? And then um, I had like a reconnection. I, I have an intimacy candle. So I worked with the intimacy candle and uh, we had a night together and just, it was just a different, um, 
I came out the other side feeling more uh, loved, seen, witnessed, and just understanding, like, I'm just giving myself a hard time to give myself a hard time. Like, yeah. it's not, it doesn't have to be that way. We can release a lot of the stuff. And talking it through was just really important, too. Like, being able to have that person to lean into was really a beautiful space. But, like, being able to be seen how he was speaking to me was just, different and change yeah. the whole trajectory of like how it's feeling oh wow that's incredible well I love that ruling let's put it in place <laughs> yeah I'm here for it <laughs> and is there anything else or anything that you want to share or anything that's coming through that you want to share with the, the audience I just like I just want to send a, like a huge thank you like this was so beautiful and just I hope that anybody that's listening to this like really takes that moment to stare in the mirror and think of yourself like from the eyes of the people that you love like take that moment and let that sink in and I promise like I I'm about to cry over it so <laughs> I'm sure if you're actually looking in the mirror you might have one of those beautiful releases and I hope that that comes through let's make it that anyone that's listening to this podcast when you finished listening to this podcast I want we want you to go straight to the mirror and picture your loved one, your baby, your partner, your mum, your dad, whoever, looking back at you and then taking that feeling in. Go and do it. We're making a rule. You have to do that now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll be able to feel in and find out. Like, we'll be, we'll be able to tap in. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Now, everything that you've said, how people can work with you, your community, will put onto the show notes for everyone to... Um, be able to access but thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being here on the podcast you were absolutely amazing your story's fantastic and I'm sure everyone has taken so much from um, this podcast today this episode so thank you so much for being here Nikki thank you thank you for having me I loved it so much awesome all right bye everyone till next time Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Authentically You podcast. We hope you enjoyed the conversation and gained some valuable insights. If you'd like to stay connected with us, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and follow us on social media. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Kirsty Impact Coach or Become Authentically You on the Facebook group. We'd love to hear your thoughts, feedback, and ideas for future episodes. Feel free to drop us a message or leave a review. Your input means the world to us as we continue to grow and improve. Remember, living authentically is a journey, and we're so glad and grateful to have you with us on this path of self-discovery and personal growth. Until next time, always remember to be true to yourself. Embrace your uniqueness and live life unapologetically because you are truly remarkable just the way you are. This is Kirsty signing off on the Authentically You podcast. Take care and keep shining bright. <laughs>